The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Hey there, water lovers. We are here today, and so it flows, the only show for H2O. Super happy we're going to have some really cool, cool, cool music. And we're also going to have our friend Steve Adams, who has a new theme song to help fight the PCB dump battle over in Lee, which uh, is gaining ground. A little buzz around that movement. In the abundance of water, the fool will get thirsty. Yeah, it's going to be super exciting. We got our friend uh, Steve Adams going to be with us today. He's going to be sharing a little bit about his new theme song for the big, 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 big game to have a toxin-free Lee in a toxin-free Housatonic River. Uh, it's a new song. Steve Adams and the Tangled Party put out. Uh, it is called As the Crow Flies, and he'll be playing a little bit of that and uh, probably play both the recorded version and we got an acoustic version that he's playing for us right in the studio. So super psyched about that. Uh, you're listening to And So It Flows. I am your super waterman. We're here at 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, bringing you the water and water as it's only known in the world of water consciousness, water news, water poetry, all sorts of water stuff, talking to people on water. You could also find us on Amazon Audible, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. Super psyched. First tune up. Let's go see what we're going to play. I think this is uh, Soundgarden. And uh, this one is actually called Black Hole Sun, which happens to be a water song. Tune on in and moisten your ears. My youth 
your only show for H2O. Super psyched to be here with you. I am your super waterman, your ambassador for water. That was Boy George singing Underwater from the Underwater album. Before that, we had Soundgarden singing Black Hole Sun uh, off their, what's it called? Their super known, super unknown album. All water, all the time here on So It Flows, your only show for H2O. We're here at 89.7 WTBR, Pittsfield Community Radio, bringing you the water consciousness straight from the Berkshires, the hills of the Berkshires, where we have an ample supply of water, especially after the last few days. been all sorts of flooding in the Northeast, and uh, I was here for the strong people of Pittsfield and the strong people of the surrounding Berkshire County who can take that water and give it right back. We love that H2O. We got a really cool guest today. Uh, Steve Adams, he'll be within uh, another 20 or so minutes. He'll be with us sharing a little bit about his life, his activism, his songwriting. He's even going to be sharing about his new song as an acoustic version in studio. Super psyched he'll be doing that uh, as the crow flies, which is quick becoming the fastest growing theme song for those folks in Lee who are fighting a major David versus Goliath battle. Across the board, left to right, Democrats, Republicans, independents, all voting for clean water in that town. And uh, General Electric and the EPA considering putting a dump there. And guess what? It ain't over until it's over. And uh, we are uh, knowing that people there are are quite, quite perturbed and the buzz is growing. And Steve Adams is going to share some of that buzz with his new tune called As the Crow Flies. So listen up. He'll be sharing it uh, as an acoustic piece a little later in the show. Super psyched. What do we got? We got a little bit of water news coming. uh, And this is straight from our friends at NPR on how scientists are using fish to protect coral reefs. Do fish bay at the moon? As NPR's Narit Eisenman reports, the answer to that question may also point to a way to protect the ocean's damaged ecosystems. Aaron Mooney is a marine biologist at Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution in Falmouth, Massachusetts. He's part of a network of scientists who've set up underwater microphones across the planet to eavesdrop on marine life. It's just really striking what we can learn without actually visually observing. Just by sort of listening, kind of quiet listening, we can observe what the animals are doing out there in the ocean. One of their coolest findings is just how many fish live by the lunar cycle, ramping up the sounds they make depending on the phase of the moon. Some are loudest when the moon has waned. Take these long, thin fish called cusk eels, recorded off the coast of Cape Cod. Strumming their muscles like a bass drum. Yeah, it's probably a lot of males trying to, you know, entice the females into spawning with them. Because when the eggs and the sperm are released into the water, they're going to get dispersed pretty quickly. So it has to be an extremely coordinated event. What better time than when it's too dark for predators to swoop in and eat the eggs? These predators can't see, but the sound is traveling really well. So it's a way to hide from the the predators, but at the same time uh, communicate to each other. Other fish are noisiest when the moon is full. These tiny ones were recorded off the coast of southern India. Vibrating their swim bladders, that's the organ that helps them float, possibly as they're eating a kind of plankton that glistens in the moon's rays. So eating animals that are associated with light. This international group of scientists is racing to record these soundscapes at ocean habitats threatened by climate change and pollution. Consider this coral reef off the U.S. Virgin Islands recorded in 2013 when it was thriving. Snapping shrimp pop bubbles. Whales and fish call out. And here's a recording taken a year ago at a reef in the same area that's been degraded. And it's, it's going to be hard for you to hear. 
It's just going to be quieter. But Mooney has started an experiment, setting up underwater speakers to broadcast those recordings of the old, healthy reef in hopes of luring back the tiny larvae needed to build up new coral. Compared to a degraded reef where they're not playing sounds? The reef that we're acoustically enhancing, we get more coral settlement. In other words, all these recordings don't have to be one more memento of a vanishing world. They could be a key to restoring it. Nareet Eisenman, NPR News. Hiya, Bobby. Hi, Ken. You want to go for a ride? Sure, Ken. Pretty, 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 pretty cool story. We're, I'm actually going to be reaching out to Woods Hole pretty soon and see if we could have that same scientist come on WTBR and uh, do a little interviewing about how to protect coral reefs because guess what? You call it global warming, global climate change. Uh, Mother Earth is alivening, and, uh, you know, we got to kind of make her happy again. I don't want to sacrifice any young people to that or goats or anything. We just want to play within the boundaries of what life can support here on this planet to make it good for you and me. Super psyched about that. We got some more music coming your way. You're listening to And So It Flows. Your only show for H2O. We got some more music, but before that, we have uh, a cool little, let's see, where where'd we go here? Oh, yeah, this is a great quote. Great, great quote. Take a course in good water and air, and in the eternal youth of nature, you may renew your own. Go quietly alone no harm will befall you that's from our friend john muir the noted naturalist and uh, creator of all things nature in uh around the united states john muir i think he even has a redwood forest named after him a few other things he did not on the top of my head but john muir Super cool. We got some water, a music coming your way. And this one, a shout out to our friend Sting and the police who gave us this one. This one is called Message in a Bottle. you 
You're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I am your super water man, your ambassador for water. Super psyched to be here with you, bringing you water consciousness straight from the Berkshires. Music and culture and deep water talk. And we're going to have some deep water talk in just a couple of minutes. We're going to have Steve Adams in the studio here. Sharing uh, some of his life, some of his songwriting, some of his music, and some of his activism and tree-loving and, you know, environment-loving. Good dude, overall. Has a new theme song for the big David versus Goliath argument that's going over in Lee, Massachusetts, where people from across the political spectrum are proving one thing and one thing only that water is meant for everybody and PCBs have no place in the Berkshires. Uh, You know, maybe, maybe a good thing is to take those PCBs home and have them be set up over at the CEO's house. Maybe, maybe that's a, that's a thought. Everybody deserves their point of view. And uh, next up, we're going to have Steve Adams. So let's give him a a little bit of fun. And uh, super psyched. Again, you're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Uh Uh-oh. Let's see what happened. Uh, do we have this? Let's go and play. We're gonna play this. Uh, play this now. Yes, you're listening to and so it flows. Your only show for H2O, and I'm here with Steve Adams. Uh, Steve is out in beautiful Tiringham, and I'm here in his studio uh, out in Tiringham, right outside of Lee. And Steve, why don't you say hi to the water-loving listeners? Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. How did I come across you, uh, Steve? Is I was there was recently a protest uh, uh, over in Lee, uh, and it was something to do with the PCB issue that's been in the papers and out of the papers probably for the last thirty years, and uh, you were singing a song. <laughs> And that song is... Yeah, it's the Crow Flies. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, tell me a little bit about, or tell our listeners, you, you're also involved in, in trees, you, you, like, you like water, you, you, you're a musician. What, I mean, how long have you been in and around Turingham? Well, I've been in around Turingham for... Uh, yeah, close to 60 years. <laughs> uh, my, my, my parents came from the Connecticut Valley area and my father was a forester and we moved up here because of his job. He was at Beartown State Forest when he first got here and we landed in Tearingham and I've been here ever since. Well, in a roundabout. I'm back here after, after being in, in other places, but I've been in, in Tearingham a good part of my life for sure, yeah. That's great. Terringham is great. It's it's so beautiful. It's like uh, you'll you'll see a sign as you're driving down, I think what a main road uh, that actually says, uh, "Welcome to Terringham, a hinterland town." Yeah, a hinterland settlement. A yeah. settlement. Yeah. What exactly does that mean, a hinterland? Well, hinterland uh, hint, uh, hinter, is a is a is a an old German word, I'm pretty sure, um, meaning backwoods, um, uh, out, 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 the outback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The outback of Massachusetts, I guess you would say. Yeah. Really, really beautiful and, and, and just a beautiful place. And, uh, you know, why did I invite you to be on And So It Flows? Uh, really because I heard that song, As the Crow Flies, and we're going we're gonna to hear a little bit of that. Uh, near the tail end of this interview. What got you inspired to sing that song that day 
on the protest, I think that was June 15th or what day it was. I'm not exactly sure, but it was it was yeah. recent. Yeah, pretty recent. I'm not sure exactly. It was a, it was a Tuesday, I think. Um, but, you know, what I've been inspired by um, the whole thing that's been going on with the with the PCB dump issues and just talking to a lot of people around, uh, you know, especially um, my friend Denny, who um, who has been, and actually Tim Gray, a lot of a lot of people that I know that have been instrumental in in being advocates for the Housatonic River for a long time. Um, and uh, you know, Tim Gray is another musician that I played in you know bands with before and things like that. And and uh, so I've known about. Uh, the PCB issue for a long time and have, and have not been, um, I haven't necessarily been involved like some of my friends have just because, you know, I've been busy with my work and, and this and that, which is really no excuse, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, anyway, as the crow flies, the song um, came from a conversation that I had uh, with Denny Alsop, who uh, is, is, you know, is an environmentalist and, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, kind of an anti-PCB person and this and that. But um, so we were just talking one day and, uh, you know, um, talking about how I said to him, well, the PCB dump is going to be over here in Lennoxdale and as the crow flies, it's just not that far from here to the center of Lennox or here to the center of Lee or from here to Stockbridge. And and he just said, yeah, as the crow flies, exactly right. That's the song you should write. <laughs> yeah, like PCBs don't even have borders. I think uh, we were we were talking just before the interview. Uh, you know, I, I, I was involved in some of the work around the Hudson River. Yeah, and one of my friends, Mana Joe Green, she once shared this little tidbit: PCBs have been found in polar bear blood. So yeah. this stuff does not, you know, it doesn't stay put. It doesn't stay put. You may say you want to have a dump, and some people may even think about it, but that stuff is airborne, regardless. Right. It, put it under it the can, ground or not. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it can um, volatize too. You know, I think when it's when it's resurfaced after being underground for a long time, and uh, uh, you know that's yeah, that's a you know that's a major thing. Um, uh, as well as um, you know, dump trucks going through town with with PCB laden soil that's just come out of a wet area that's dripping out of the back of a truck and. And you know who knows where it's PCB going. PCB soup. Yeah, it's yeah. like P pea soup, pea but worse. PCB soup <laughs> coming out of the back of a dump truck. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I know dump trucks, and I know tailgates aren't really very tight on dump trucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but anyway, uh, yeah. So um, any in the song, uh, so I took the challenge of when when Denny said, you know, oh, I should write a song about it, and I took the challenge and. And not right away. I just kind of it floated around in my head for a while, and then uh, I just thought, yeah, you know, I'm going to do this. And I, you know, just started working on some lyrics, and and uh, and, and that came out, and and it has struck a chord with people. Um, it's it you know, was captured on YouTube. Uh, you singing it uh, yeah. by folks at the Berkshire Edge newspaper or news site, uh, and then. You know, for folks who are listening, you could uh, search for As the Crow Flies. It's on Spotify, I know. Uh, yeah, it was on Facebook, actually, that I uh, I made the original um, live, you know, video of it uh, just here here at home. After I got home from work, I still had my work clothes on, and I, I just grabbed a guitar, and I, and I put it down, and I posted it, and... Um, you know, before I knew it, it, it had over a thousand, you know, views, and uh, I think it might have, you know, you know, two thousand. It has like more. this Pete Seeger feel, and for those of you who are just tuning in, we're listening. We're we're actually you're listening to, and so it flows. 
your only show for H2O. I'm your super water man ambassador for water. I'm here with Steve Adams of Steve Adams and the Tangled Party. Uh, we're talking a little bit about his song As the Crow Flies and a little bit about the, you know, the great uh, protest song it is. I would say in the world of uh, class of Pete Seeger, easy to remember, easy to sing along with, allows for participation. However, let's jump to something else. You said you like trees. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so I, you're a, you're an arborist. I yes, I, I'm an arborist. I've been a certified arborist for 25 years, and you know my father was a forester, so I was involved in trees ever since I was a kid, and he taught me, you know, many, many, many things. Um, and uh, but going back to school at UMass uh, was was a, a real. Um, it was, you know, it was, it was just a watershed moment, to, to, talking about water, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, so that um, just allowed me to, you know, get into the field that, um, that I had been drawn to anyway, as well as being a musician even since I was a teenager. But, but I needed to make a living, and uh, so I needed a, a job that I could do that with. And uh, so that's... Um, being an arborist has been, uh, uh, you know, just a major source of satisfaction in my life for a lot of reasons. But it's, but it's also been, um, you know, there's some depressing aspects of it that have come up, you know, through the years that, you know, a lot of them I could see coming a long time ago. The, the, the certain, the death of certain trees that uh, have been uh, afflicted with insects and disease. Um, you know, um, the emerald ash borer, the, the hemlock woolly adelgid, um, you know, those are the two major things going on, as well as a lot of uh, needle diseases, uh, fungi diseases that affect uh, evergreens. Uh, really started with the spruce trees deteriorating slowly through the years and kind of worked its way um, into um, other uh, other evergreens and and actually it seems to me that the uh, it seems to be that the uh, the white uh, the white pines are affected with another fungus a needle fungus so uh, and what happens is the the needles just start dropping off early They're, you know uh, uh, it's like a, a you know say a spruce tree has uh, five years worth of needles on it and then as a new as a new growth comes out, it, it sort of drops the the growth that was the furthest back. But but as the disease continues, you know it, it ends up so that the only the only needles on the on the plant are the, the this year's growth. And then then at, when it gets to that point, it, there's just it's not photosynthesizing enough to keep it alive, and, mm -hmm. and, it, and it and it dies off. But uh, anyway, that's kind of a, a quick. A quick story of it, but it's it's been uh, it's turned into really kind of a firefight for arborists to just running around basically removing trees all over the place. So, like all this triage for trees yes. is happening right now. Where, yes, right. So we're, we're, I, we're I, in the middle of it. I, you know, I'm not exactly asking for a scientific answer, but just like your hunch, do you think there's you know, something going on with the life force of the trees. Are they getting weaker or are they being impacted? Like, are is their immune system, like, are they more susceptible? Yes, um, and, uh, and, and the reason is, a lot of it is climate change. Um, you know, just because, you know, we get into these droughts and these different situations that, that, uh, that we've had where um, trees can't take years years and years of drought you know their tree wants to be sitting in the same place it's been its whole life with the same amount of water that it gets every year and they then they'll, they're happy they'll grow but but um you know as soon as things start changing for a tree as soon as all of a sudden it's not getting the water that it's been getting its whole life uh, or you know it, it can be too much water too with a tree yeah yeah you sure. know trees can get too much water too but but uh, mainly um, around here, um, you know, we, we 
people don't think about New England, you know, uh, people have always thought that New England gets plenty of water and, um, but I've seen it change just in my lifetime. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, the valley coming in, coming in from Lee, you know, the, the valley would flood every, every spring, the, the valley flooded. And, and, and sometimes it was a, it was a pretty decent flood. Uh, you know, you couldn't get over Meadow Street. You couldn't, it was a lot of places, but as the time has gone on, uh, we, we, we don't have the snowpack on the mountains that we had. Um, but, you know, I think that, um, that that's a lot of what contributes to not getting a, a lot of water in the spring. But, but, I, but, but we definitely get more drought than we, we did. So, you know, we'll get into a period of, you know, say, you know, uh, the whole year's been, you know, in a drought. And by the time you get to the fall, the leaves are already starting to fall off the trees and all the feeder roots in the ground that the, you know, that the tree gets its nutrients from start drying out and, um, and they, they don't have the ability to take up any water anymore. And, uh, and you know, they, so that puts the tree under stress. Insects put the tree under stress. Uh, you know, there's, there's other factors too, but but once a tree is stressed, basically, um, it's susceptible also to more things. Um, um, these these fungi that that just kind of they're they're out there already, but they don't usually attack a healthy tree. Yeah. But when the tree gets unhealthy, the the, the things the secondary pests come in and and start uh, bothering them. But let, let, um, let's just bump into something else, because you mentioned this before. You're right on a, a creek here, or a stream. Yeah. What, what yeah. stream is it? Oh, we, we got another couple of minutes before I want you to play some of your song. Yeah. Uh, you were saying that at once it was teeming with life, and now it's 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 not? Yeah, pretty much. Well, what's um, the name of the stream? Hot Brook. Hot Brook. Okay. No, H-O-P. Hop. Hop, like the hops that they put in. Beer. Beer. Okay, so um, hop work. Okay, hop gotcha. Brook, yep. And uh, so, yeah, um, that was, as I was telling you earlier, um, you know, when I was a kid and, you know, me and uh, my other friends around town here, the other kids, and we, we'd be up and down the brook in our sneakers, you know, you know, catching fish with our hands and this and that. So we were, we were in the brook a, a good and, amount of the and time. And fast that forward was, to now, what's it like now? Well, it's it's sort of like an uh, aquatic desert. Um, you know, you go over there, you you can look for a long time for a fish in there, and you don't see any. Um, so from grabbing fish with your hands to, to uh, aquatic desert. So this is anecdotal. No no studies have been done here. However, it's good to know. Uh, well, it has. There has been studies with the lakes around here. You know, yeah. um, and it and it. You know, same. It's the same kind of a thing. Yeah. I, 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 you know, just first, thanks for sharing that. I, yeah, I didn't want to go into a full on around <laughs> it, but you know, it's something to pay attention to because yeah, in in my worldview, our life force is under it's water. Is under not not just that, but the 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 force of life is under attack. That's my yeah. hypothesis. Yeah. I haven't gotten proof for it, but you know, it's good to see what anecdotes there are. Now, again, I mean, and I don't want to sound like Dr. Doom here. Either, I know really, you know, but, but just my eyes have seen a lot in the last 25, 30, 40 years. And, and it's been mind boggling to me. I just have to say that, uh, Let's let's bounce into something. And for those folks who are just tuning in, you're listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. I'm your Super Waterman Ambassador for Water. We're here with Steve Adams from Steve Adams and the Tangled Party Band. Uh, he's going to play a little bit of his song, As the Crow Flies. We got about, uh, what do we got? About three minutes here. So, you know, do like a... a Give us like a minute so people could get like a, a flavor of it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. So uh, it goes uh, as the crow flies. We ain't so far apart. What happened in your town it was corporate from the start. It long history of post industrial misery. 
That's great. Uh, I'm declaring that that's the new protest song for the PCB <laughs> issue happening in Lee. So thanks for donating that to the world. Yes. And uh, for those of you who want to know more about that, uh, how can they find out how to get that song? Yeah, uh, well, you know, there's the song tells a story. You just heard part of it. And uh, yeah, you can uh, you can listen to the whole thing on uh, any pretty much any streaming service, uh, Spotify, uh, YouTube, you, you know, just um, Google, uh, within YouTube, just Google Steve Adams and the Tangled Party and you'll, you'll see uh, that the album as the crow flies come up and, um, and that's the name of the song too. So it's the name of the album and the name of the song, uh, that song. Um, and uh, yeah, you can, if you want a copy of the CD, you can, you can email me at the tangled party at gmail.com um and yeah, that's uh, great that's, you know uh, so it cut off there a little bit you got the gist of it pretty great great thanks again steve for joining and so it flows the only show for h2o i am your super water man great tune we're gonna play that tune completely it's on Spotify, so uh, you'll find it on the And So It Flows Spotify playlist. Here's a really cool, cool, cool poem. Water Music by Robert Greeley. The words are a beautiful music. The woods bounce like in water. Water music, loud in the clearing, off the boats, birds, leaves. They look for a place to sit and eat. No meaning, no point. Robert Greeley, water music, some more tunes. You're listening to the And So It Flows, your only show for H2O, here's the entire As the Crow Flies song from Steve Adams and the Tangled Party. New theme song for the folks in Lee fighting PCBs. As the crow flies, we ain't so far apart. What happened in your town Was corporate from the start In a long history Of post-industrial misery Now they're burying the bodies Of its recent history As the crow flies So does the wind blow as random as a rainbow Blowing past the place called Mose Dust falling into your window And down your dress Resting in the flesh It's a short distance as the crow flies 
from your borrowed time From the despoiled river to the dump From the shacks across the tracks To where the uptown parked their Cadillacs As the crow flies Slowly over the stink And everything is closer Closer than you think A toxic dump makes the world get small When our air and water Gets ruined for us all As the crow flies Tell me who will be affected By chemicals it can be Vaporized and ingested Thank you said you might have to be corrected We all know now that everything is connected It's a short distance as the crow flies A straight line from your borrowed time Despoiled river to the toxic dump From the shacks across the tracks To where the uptown parked their Cadillacs As the crow flies As the crow flies As the crow flies He sees it all As the crow flies as the crow flies, as the crow flies Would you ever hear his warning call? As the crow flies, as the crow flies, as the crow flies As the crow flies That was As the Crow Flies, Steve Adams and the Tangle Party officially declared the new theme song of the fight for a clean Lee and the fight for a clean Housatonic. Uh, he's going to be playing at one of the upcoming social events that we're going to be putting on around that. Imagine a town filled with really important, um, how can we say... They're the big ads out on the roads, billboards. We're gonna we're gonna go full on this, and the people of Lee deserve our support, and so do the kids and everybody around. They deserve the support, clean water, and you're listening to and so it flows. Here's a really cool. Last bit of brainy quotes here. To find the universal elements enough. To find the air and water exhilarating. To be refreshed by a morning walk or an evening saunter. To be thrilled by the stars at night. To be elated over a bird's nest or a wild flower in spring. These are some of the rewards of a simple life. That's by John Burroughs. Thanks, John. You've been listening to And So It Flows, your only show for H2O. Talk to you really soon.